Hello, hello. Welcome to Groovy Take On Podcast, episode number. I have no idea, so let's just skip that part. Today in the studio, and by studio, let's not go, let's not go that fancy in the office. We've got Renee. Hi, Renee. Hello. <laughs> and as always, we would like to say a big thank you to everyone who is listening to us. And by everyone, I mean probably just my mom. So, hi, hi mom. mom. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about... Terrible topic, terrible topic. It's frustration with technology. And um, I have to admit that today was a bad day to get ready for the podcast. Yeah. I mean, really. Well, I think just technology in general can get frustrating, you know, starting with smartphones. I mean, that's just as simple as, you know, you have Android versus Apple. You have a big phone versus little phone. You have phones that can you can ride on and phones that can take awesome pictures and just trying to f- determine which one. And every phone is different, which is great because you can get a phone that caters to you. The frustration part is even finding that phone Well, you don't know which one is the you. right yeah. for you. And then there are phones that are just so much going on that you you just simply don't know how to how to use it and um, you feel discouraged yeah and then i think a lot of times our phones i would say our phones just like our computers and our tablets we don't we're only using just a half of what it can actually do we don't use it to the full potential yeah, if, if maybe even less than that. But the problem is that right now in the market, there are so many different smartphones. And um, I like that you started with the smartphone because smartphone is the, just the mobile phone is the device that we are we are carrying on us most of the day. So it's all the time the device is with us. So it would be great to have a device that it's actually doing everything we want. And we are taking advantage of that. But the problem that I'm seeing is that you have... So many options available out there, and you don't know which option is the right for you. But then you go to the I don't know mobile provider uh, to their to their phone to their uh, store. You are asking simple question. Okay, which option is right for me? Which smartphone should I get? And they are telling you <laughs> they are giving you most of the time the most expensive ones. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that, you know, not everybody necessarily needs a smartphone. Um, and that's what's getting frustration, frustrating as well, is, for example, my dad doesn't really need a smartphone, but his old flip phone, they don't really support that technology anymore. So uh- he's stuck with a smartphone that... Then he pushes one button, like mom, and changes <laughs> something, and the, I noticed they're that, frustrated. Do you remember when we were looking for a flip phone for your dad, but we were looking for something that is more durable? Because he's mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the cowboy type of guy living uh, up north here in Arizona, and... Uh, you know, he has horses, he, he's doing so much stuff out, outside, outdoors. He needs a phone that is going to be built to last. Correct. And we were looking for different durable flip phones, and we found 
few. But here is the deal. Uh, that flip phone needs to be not only durable, but has uh, rather bigger buttons, to easy to, to see and punch them. Hey, this is the farmer's hands. It's not for small buttons, okay? So we had uh, kind of problems to find the right one, and uh, it was not available. At, you go to Verizon, AT&T, to no, mobile. No, yeah, it had they to be a third party. Yeah. Exactly. So we were looking everywhere, everywhere else. But then the example of my mom, hi, mom example of my mom you have on the other uh, on the other end she wants a smartphone why not right absolutely yes because she is going to she's using all those apps and uh, she tries to use well yeah in some cases it's more try and then it's like let's punch that that button here a few more times or the screen let's punch the screen a few more times and make sure that the smartphone understood what she was the command, uh, but the thing is, your dad needs different phone because of based on different needs. My mom needs a different phone based on different needs. She wants to see those pictures. She wants to send those text messages. So everything depends on what you what you want. And the problem that I see is, you go to the store, and not always you are getting what you really need. Yeah. If you don't have the, the prior knowledge, what you should choose. Yeah, I think that before you, I would recommend before even purchasing any type of technology is kind of write down what you want versus what you don't want. And then, you know, and that's going to include the price because, man, some of those... Co- What's it? An Apple that's over a thousand dollars? Yeah, and well, Samsung is over a thousand dollars as well. But oh, wow. think, think about this: uh, you're going to the store, and you probably, as as you mentioned, you should do the the homework first. Yeah, um, I've seen so many people ending up paying so much money for awesome, brilliant smartphones that are too big in size. That later on, they're carrying those big phones. It's not comfortable to hold it. So there are several different factors you have to take under consideration. Size of the device. Yes, because let's say I have big hands. So for And me, I have little hands. <laughs> so obviously for me, bigger size smartphone is like go-to. Yeah, because I can just, I'm holding it. It's easy for me to use it. Fine. Then for you, the smaller size, it's absolutely the go-to solution um, based on your needs. But people are not taking that under consideration because you didn't do your homework first. So you didn't even know that you should do the homework. Yeah. I would would think that in many cases people are thinking, well, somebody at the store will tell me. You know what I should think about. No, they won't. No, they won't. Very yeah. rarely they will. And be careful too who you talk to as friends. It's funny we had uh, a friend D that you know she would be sitting there playing games. Hi D. Yeah, hi D. And it was talking to all her friends. She'd say, "Oh, I want to try this app." Well, she has an Apple product, which is what iOS. System, well, I think. Yeah, with iOS yeah. system, yeah. And the friend that had this game was on an Android system. 
And so... So we have to make sure that it's the same compatible systems yeah. or whatnot, as absolutely. But the thing is, we are not taking under consideration those several factors. And as I mentioned size, then you mentioned price, then you mentioned also the operation system. Either this is Android or maybe iOS. Um, then there, there are configurations of that device. And uh, so all of that, but also something that... I just thought about is the customer service afterwards. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's where I, you know, I, that it has changed. Um, Apple was to me, hands down was so much more supportive in helping. And I think that's why a lot of older people or people who um, it's like buying that car, you can get a nice little car that's inexpensive, but you're going to have to do some things on your own. Or you get a big old fancy Cadillac that's got every bell and whistle that will do everything and you're paying for that customer service. Yeah, but you mentioned Apple and Apple is famous for their uh, customer service. You just go to the store or um, you call them and you will get most of the, the help you actually need. They will you check hope. You hope. And, and you know, 99% cases, they are pretty good about it uh, so I, far. Yeah. Well, they are. They are. Well, okay, um, somebody's, somebody's in love with the Apple product. Well, I like Apple products because the user-friendliness. If yes, you want that's, to go... That's the thing that I... Yeah. That's the good part about it is, is for me, I, I push buttons and then I screw things up. Shouldn't use that word, but I mess things up. And then I then with an Android, I can actually mess up the system where Apple won't allow me to do that because the way their platform is protected. And I that's so it protects itself from people like think, me. Well, OK, but I think it's good that we have those options. If you want to go with something that it's down to earth, user friendly, that will yeah. do most of the things I can think of pretty much right away, it's pre-set up. I don't have to play with those um, yeah. setup. Um, it's, it's ready, pretty much ready to go out of the box. Yeah. I would strongly recommend Apple devices cause it's, it's really easy. But then if you prefer to go more, uh, into customization, you would like to change stuff. You would like to go yeah. deep on the deeper level with the with the setup process. I would say absolutely go with Android devices because that will allows you to to do that. So again, based on your needs, what you need to do, what you want to achieve, you will go either with one or the other. Now, because we are talking about older adults. Hi, mom. <laughs> Uh, you have different groups of older adults, and I all I keep keep mentioning that over and over again because I don't want people to think that mm, our approach is oh yeah older adults they need help on any corner yeah no, no that's, that's no. not the case that's at all. not the case uh, as we talked about it uh, at some point you got there Ron there where he's you know he's very yeah hi Ron. Hi, Ron. <laughs> You know, yes, he, he's very he's much very computer savvy. He's very computer I call him a rocket scientist, <laughs> which is. he was a rocket scientist. And um, the thing is that I like to divide older adults into three groups. The one group is people who don't have that knowledge because they never had the need for that knowledge. Yeah. And those skills, they have 
other skills and knowledge, but for that computer, smartphones, not necessarily, and they need that help. They are asking for that help. They would like to get that help to learn and then utilize that uh, technology. Then you have group number two, and those are people who are absolutely tech savvy, like Ron, for example, right? People who know how to use it, they feel absolutely comfortable with that, they are on advanced level, all good. And then you have group number three, and those are people who, they don't have need for that set of skills because they don't need to use that type of technology. And absolutely, that's okay. That's why you can use, I don't know, flip phones, for example, right? Because all you need to do is just communicate with somebody else, make a phone call, you're done. So why should you pay more money for a smartphone that you are not going to use 99% of that technology so it's 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 fine but everything depends on, on which group in which group you are we yeah. are most of the time we're talking about the group number one those are people who still need that help to feel more comfortable and independent with technology and we are that's why we're sharing all those tips and tricks uh, with them because num- group number two those advanced they already know that so all good yeah and, and just remember you, you don't you know, just because you you uh, not comfortable with a, a smartphone or, you know, hey, I just want to keep that basic, you can always uh, keep in contact with the world through a tablet, iPad, or even a, a computer. I mean, I definitely uh, feel that everybody needs to be part of technology. That can be frustrating, too. Um, storage. Need to make sure that, you know, what you're using, you know, if you're a person that loves to take pictures, like Claudia, yeah, that actually runs out the highest number of storage a phone can have and then has to dump them because she has 8,000 pictures on her phone. Probably less than that, but yes, that, that was the problem. But yeah. there are so many different things you have to take under consideration yeah. before you go and spend that $1,000 or 1000 plus. Yeah. Um, and, and don't be afraid... Let me throw that in there, this rook before I forget, because you know how squirrel I am, is apps. It's okay to oh, pay yeah. for a little, pay a, some money for an app. I, we're not going to pr- promote, but I like Notability. And Notability is, for me, has been heaven sent for notes, keeping myself organized. I even use it for when I begin my investigation, my fire investigations. I love Notability. But it's you pay money for it. But for me, it's been well worth paying that little bit of money to go for for a long ways. So quickly, what Notability app is about? It's for iPads, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah, it's an iPad, um, and you can use your uh, pencil, Apple pencil. Yeah, you can to, write down, uh, take notes, write yep. notes, which is very very user-friendly, simple to use. You just write notes, like on a piece of paper. You're doing that on a screen of your iPad. You're taking those notes. Um, then you can copy-paste. You can rearrange. It's it's really nice and very easy to use. Very easy, yes. And, and it's it, like not I said, free, though. Right, it's, it's not, not free. free but, but I tried all the free ones, and I just was getting frustrated. And actually watching, and this is what's great about technology is I started watching some YouTube videos, you know, and I would type in how to do electronic notes. And that's how I ran into Notability. It was a young man that was, I believe, was he going to school to be a doctor? 
and he had all his, he'd showed where he'd had books and books and books of his journals of all his notes where he was able to actually put them all in notability, carry them around with them and be able to study anytime, any place, wherever he was at. And that, I really liked that. So you have your notebook on a go, the, mm -hmm. the way like good old school notebook would be. Absolutely. That's, that's how it works. And the nice thing about it is you can just simply pick and choose what application works for you. You don't you don't need to have every application and there's like hundreds of thousands of applications yeah. available out there. And be careful putting too many apps on your yeah, the question, the, the question is, do you really need that many, that many applications? I went through that phase uh, some time ago when I had so... You mean so you're still going the, through the, that phase? Yeah, <laughs> the continuous okay. phase, yes. Uh, too many apps, but every so often I'm going through the purge, so it's a spring yeah. cleaning, and I will delete several applications. I also, but this is my approach, if I like an application... That, and, This is like a many developers business model. They will have the light version of the application. Mm -hmm. So usually it's for free with ads and whatnot with some limitations, but it's giving you the taste of what it's available out there in the app. Yeah. And then you, if you like it, you can go with the pro version, which is usually you have to pay for it. Um, and on average, those are like a few dollars per app. Some yeah. applications are more expensive, like Notability, for example, right? It's not $19, but I'm not sure how much yeah. it was. So yeah, they may have some specials every once in a while, but it's right about there. Yeah, but on average, those apps, they, are, they, they run like a few dollars for yeah. a few dollars per app. Some are more expensive than others. Um But the good thing is you can start with the, pre the free mm -hmm. application, see if you like it. If you do and you want more of the features that are available in a pro version, you just upgrade to the pro. You just download and pay for the, uh, for the paid one without yeah. those limitations and then delete the, the, the light one yeah. app, the free one. I even like to, before I go, th you know, uh, get a nap is I'll scroll all the way down and I really like to read their, you know, people who have, um, what do they call that? Um, I've, I'm brain farting. The reviews. The reviews. Yeah. Because you'd be, you know, you'd be surprised how it's like anything else, like our votes and all that. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah, I know that was a squirrel moment, how they can input, and put fake reviews, oh, but if absolutely. you scroll down a little bit and read them, you can you can very quickly read between the line whether that we is a will, decent uh, app. We will have uh, our groovy take on a vlog episode on reviews. So the selecting uh, selecting smartphone, we will have a vlog on that as well, a vlog ep episode yeah. of our vlog on YouTube as well, how to select the, the smartphone. We'll go deeper into that topic, uh, what to take under consideration, what questions to ask, yeah. um, uh, what to search for. There are several questions you should ask yourself before you buy that smartphone so that was our a little bit 18 minutes on frustration about smartphones because sometimes it's so well it is frustrating yeah. to select the proper one then you have that smartphone and there's so many features available on that phone that do we use all of them yeah i don't use a lot we don't. Of, yeah we don't use everything and um and it's frustrated with that because i forget 
Like I oh. forget that your your iPhone can do measurements until you tell me you yell at me because I didn't measure something. And like with Android, there are several features that are so brilliant, but yeah. I don't remember about them. And then suddenly somebody mentioned that. It's like, oh, really? I can do that? Okay, let me try. And then it's like, oh, yeah, okay. So we are doing like 20% what is really available yeah. on those phones. And, um, and like that, I said, that's do frustrating. You, yeah, do your research. You know, once you get your phone, uh, you decide what phone you want to get, you get it, you bring it home, you know, look up some some websites, do some research and find out, you know, and then just take a, pe- a chunk at a time. You don't need to know your phone overnight. Just take a one chunk at a time, especially if you're going from, an Apple device to an Android or from an Android to an Apple. Oh, wow. Give yeah, it time to that transition. Yeah. Because, it, you know, back again, operation systems is so much different. And, you know, with Apple, you know, you, they kind of have somewhat of the same where they can interact with each other, where a lot of your Android or Windows-based computers, they don't, they, they very minimally will communicate with each other well you have to again so many questions i don't like it it's frustrating i mean let's say you started with the windows pc Mm -hmm. now you're asking yourself a question should i have a smartphone yeah yeah why not let's have a smartphone so should you go with the android phone or iphone for example the ios with apple device then the question is, if you want to have a tablet, should it be based on Android operation system or should it, you should go with, the, for example, um, uh, iOS? Yeah, with that's Apple. Apple. Yeah. yeah. Should you go with a new laptop? Uh, are you going to get Apple laptop or you are going to get um, Windows-based laptop? So th- there are several questions, and based on those questions, the the, the solution, the, the product that you're going to choose might be a different one. Do you want to go with Apple devices? And then maybe you should stay in a Apple ecosystem, which means, well, in some cases paying more yeah. for some of the devices, right? But you are sa- staying in the same ecosystem, which means that those devices are talking between each other way much easier. Yeah, but I was asking myself a question recently. Is it necessary, really? What what are what are you doing on those devices? So let's say you are checking your emails, you are checking your text messages, you are checking uh, the internet browser to search for different websites, and you are checking that you are reading news, you are watching videos, you are listening to music, right? And of course, some of those features that if you are in the same ecosystem, so either Windows, Android, or you are in an Apple ecosystem, uh, those systems within within each other, they will the devices will speak way much better, yeah. right? But my question is, if we are just doing those basic things, right? Do I need? all of those devices in no. the same ecosystem. Because I think that's where, I think what's happening nowadays is we have so much technology that it actually starting to frustrate us. Yeah, but, but, but then think about this. There are several different applications, right, 
and those are many of those applications are available on both um, Apple and Android ecosystems, right? And those applications allow us to um, use them on whatever system you are working on. So you will have the same kind of same experience as Apple user or Android user because you are using that specific third-party application. So maybe sometimes that the same ecosystem is not that much necessary. Do you see the frustration? Because again, there are so many things you have to think about. Well, I think it. it I think we've as a society think we need all that stuff, oh, but at the yeah. end of the day. Oh, yeah. Do you really need it? Yeah, and this is this is uh, the the want be, be want versus need. Do you need that to uh, to have better experience and stay more independent, maybe, and don't ask for help that much, or do you just want that because well, my friend had it, so I want to have it have it as well. So. You know, the, those several different questions. And again, before you start throwing those thousands of dollars uh, on those devices, those questions are in order pretty much. Yeah, because, you know, once you start getting all those devices, then you start opening up those windows of opportunity and seeing the technology. Now you've got a smartphone, you have a computer, you have a tablet, now I want a smart home. Gazillions of different devices that you can connect. Now this is a giant frustration for me. We went through this on yeah. few occasions, and this is very much annoying times ten. Because uh, you would like to have, I know you would like to have, let's say the, the the doorbell, right, with camera. Yeah, I I you know in my in my career. Um, the, the ring has actually been very helpful in, it has, uh, witnessed a house that caught on fire and it actually triggered the ring. So the neighbor's house caught on across the street, it triggered the, the, the ring on the door. And when it did, they saw that that house across the street was on fire and they actually called in the house fire. Um, of course, we've seen it because we do have it at home. We've seen it with neighbors. We had an individual come to the house asking f to use a lighter. Oh yeah, well that was disturbing. But the thing is, and, and then and then the you know, and the, we were able to communicate. The neighbor, we didn't necessarily get a decent recording, but she reached out and goes, "Hey, I got a really good recording of this guy's face." And so, so it was easier to connect with contact uh, yeah. police department and not emergency phone, and they they would they were they able were able to, to help us, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, you have so much home related home smart home. Uh, you know, this is confusing. Smart home. It's really well, let's. Home. I I tell you what. Let's let's just. Uh, I say that should be an uh, an episode in itself. And guys, we have a list of high mom yeah, we series can... and for our vlog and we are working on those videos and about smart home we're going to have an in-depth video on yeah. that one as well. But right now we're just talking about the frustration. Yeah, you know, um I like Siri. No, no. I well, I like Siri too. <laughs> yeah, you do. She doesn't like me. 
But I I'm a I like Alexa. But what do you like? Yeah, I don't like Alexa. I don't like neither of those voice assistant uh, technology because I think it's just I don't know how to ask the question. Well, and I'm so hold confused, on, not I, to no, no, no. I like more the Google voice assistant. Yeah. Um, I like it more than Alexa. But still, I I don't like them to the point like. I, in a scale one to ten, all of the voice assistant uh, technology right now—it's in my books on level two. Yeah, because like like for I for, have no for idea. Siri, uh, she we never get along. I can say you know the gal in the office, I'll holler for her, and and I, uh, and Siri comes up and goes, I cannot help you. Um, but Alexa, oh, me and her get along. I mean, me and that technology gets along, but it gets along at work doesn't get along here at home because of why i have no idea but i think that wi-fi the wife oh you're t yeah but hold on a second before we jump into wi-fi frustration i would like to say like with the you mentioned the voice assistant technology and in my case the frustration is sometimes for me it's so much faster and easier just to type what i'm looking for or what i would like to find just to search by typing that I actually asking the question using the audio option. Yeah. It's just faster. Just I will type it and uh, Google or Safari or whatever will will just give me the, the answer right away. Uh, we were talking about the smart home and the voice assistant. Then you have the doorbell, right? Like Ring, mm -hmm. for example. Then you have the Nest. Uh, you have the Nest with your uh, the thermostat. And, and cameras. You have the cameras and you have so different, so many different yeah. brands that you can use. Now, the, so the frustration is not that there are so many options available out there. The frustration in my case is that now how to set it up, how set it up all of that so it's working. Yeah. That's the problem for me. We, uh, on so many... Uh, so many occasions you can you can find stumble across some difficulties with okay so i have to change the password and then i have to update that, that password in several other places so for example like like with uh, internet connection at home wi-fi you change the password in one place you have to change everywhere else and uh, now you have to reset one device and so you just use one password for everything well, no, no, no. You don't use one password for everything. And about passwords, we already have a video on passwords. So okay. don't you worry about that. But that, that's a good uh, segue to <laughs> let's talk about passwords. But when it comes down to smart home and technology, so many people are saying this is so easy. Well, it is. Well, it's not very difficult. It's not like you cannot by yourself set it up. But when it comes down to different updates that you have to do or resetting the system, you, yeah. you have to, I find that not very user-friendly experience for me. Yeah, some of them, some of them have better uh, uh, programs to set them up versus others. Yeah. yeah, and then there are questions. Should I go with the one system, one brand across the smart home technology? Or maybe it's better to pick and choose which one yeah. works for me. So there's a, a whole bunch of things about that. And again, about smart homes, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, because we, we have 
definitely worked um, and have have been trying several different cameras. Um, and and you you people out there that says I don't want anybody watching me. This you know let's look at these cameras for positive. Technology can help us stay in our homes longer. What I mean by that is we had a um, a, a, a young man. We'll call him young man Gordy. Um, that uh, wanted to stay independent, but wanted to make sure that he was being safe. And so we were able to help him get, he got an Apple phone, he got an Apple watch, and then he got a camera in his home. And you know what? He's able to be independent, but his daughters across the country was able to, um, if he fell, it notified them, which he he did by accident once fell and you know everything was okay but it helped it just it was that much more confidence in being independent and people you can shut your if you're the controller you can shut the cameras off if you don't want your kids or somebody seeing what you're doing you can shut uh, it do off. Do you remember? Do you remember my mom's concern about the, the cameras in the house, the security cameras? Uh, yeah. When we when we mentioned that, she hi mom again. Uh, mom mentioned that I don't want anybody to be able to see me. Well, there are two different things. Of course, hackers can get hold on access to your cameras. And I'm not saying everything is 100 bulletproof because it's not. So if there is a hacker who is really willing to do that, they can have access. There is not much we can do about it except just keeping the, the, those passwords wherever yeah. you have very strong. And if you can get the second step authentication verification, so two yeah, steps. Yeah, those I would highly it, yeah. recommend. Yeah. But that being said, of course, you have to do all those safety checks right away. Now... Does it mean that I should not use the safety camera in the house? Well, not necessarily, because I want to have that camera. I want to make sure yeah. that it's safe. So my, my mom's concern was that I don't want anybody to be able to see that I am walking around in my nightgown, okay, my PJs around the house, and um, that's it. Because I mentioned maybe for the safety, you know, or, you know, that she's not going to fall down or something. So how about we have those cameras? Yeah, And then I mentioned to her, Mom, it's not about that. It's not that, you know, we are going to watch you walk around the house. <laughs> how about uh, we just, how about let's set it up the way that when you are at home and you are fine, the yeah. camera is off. Yeah. And or it's just you for can do safety. the opposite, you know, if you, well, you can set it up to where when you get home, it comes on. And when you leave, it doesn't? Well, depends on what you want so, to achieve. This yes, is for the, the security. You don't want to be recorded, let's say, when you are in the house. But when you leave the house and there is nobody in the home, yeah. you want those cameras to, you know, kick in. Yeah. And then, but you can set it up automatically. So let's say it's somehow connected to your phone. So anytime you leave the house, your phone with you, obviously. Then the application will kick in and the cameras will record. And then the, yeah. the cameras are not recording constantly. You have the live access to see what's happening, but they will record when there is a yeah. movement inside of the house. Well, and that's what's great about the Alexa and I think Google is you can actually t 
talk to them and and reach out to say a family member hey i've fallen and i can't get up um you know so there's just those there's a lot of you know we can we can actually talk about that smart homes all day long i say we wrap that part of it because then come back to our episode where we can talk about all that other stuff because then you talk about you know you got to also know that anytime you have a smart home you have to have wi-fi let's not talk about it that's yeah oh my that goodness. was one of our the, frustrations yeah, recently the, the passwords and safety and whatnot but then again i think my frustration of technology is on on several occasions people are saying recommending oh you should try this you should try that and uh, it's so easy it's so easy well and then you realize in the book or in a, in the instruction manual it says if you it, get the if instruction you get, manual you get one it's so easy but then not always it's easy because you have some some sort of a glitch it's not easy at all because you were spending a few hours doing that and they yeah. promised you, oh, it's like less than five minutes setup process. And it's, well, it's not because, for example, you want that device yeah. that you have to be compatible with other devices and suddenly those devices are different brands' devices and yeah. they not always talk to each other. So again, so many additional factors that you have to take under consideration and you never even thought about it that you know you should ask yourself those questions so but you know what this is my frustration bottom line is don't get don't be scared of technology don't feel discouraged yeah, yeah don't and, and take a big deep breath we lived without it before we can yeah. live without it again um give it time technology and, and getting learning it and getting used to it reach out to uh, your local library always has great books on technology and then and also a lot of times your local libraries may be having uh, discussion groups on technology so and you know then you can also look at you know YouTube videos you know all that there stuff. are so many your grandkids you can ask your friends you can mm-hmm. ask your kids grandkids uh, for assist for some help if uh, they don't know the answer or they don't have time to help you, exactly, library might be go-to. Look for computer clubs, small computer yeah. clubs around your location. Maybe they will help. Uh, if not, call the customer service of your provider. Absolutely. Try Never this. be afraid to c- call customer service. That's what they're there for. Make sure that if you are on Facebook by any chance, search for Facebook groups. People mm-hmm. are very willingly they are oh, very yeah. they're very willingly to help our so, disney group oh yeah the disney we've, group yeah we've been able we have, to belong to disney group but the, the thing is there are several facebook groups based on the location the communities and whatnot and people there are willing to help why not to try this as well and it's for free so this is even better absolutely um, yeah to wrap up today's episode there's always question of the day at the end and the question of the day today would be what is your biggest frustration with technology? What was the, that, that huge one that you, uh, you felt like, I want to just get over with, with it? So your biggest frustration with technology. What's yours? Uh, I think the most recent that was the smart home. To set up all those smart devices. Phone? Yeah, the, no, 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 the smart home. 
Yeah, smartphone. To yeah. set up to set up everything, uh, the cameras reset, the passwords and stuff. That was my biggest frustration recently. Yeah. Uh, but the question of the day for everybody else uh, is, uh, guys, what's your biggest technology frustration? Wi-Fi. <laughs> and as always, you can reach us out on Twitter at Claudia Jurowitz. So go ahead, share with us what's your biggest frustration with technology so far. Yeah, and if you know somebody who needs help, have them contact us. We would love it Um, because I always uh, believe in paying it forward. And you know what? Not only contact us, that would be awesome, by the way, uh, but if you personally know something or you know someone who might need help, ask and offer your help. Ask if they need help. If they do need help and tell you, hey, yeah, I need a little bit of support, you know, here because I don't know how to fix this problem or that, just go ahead. If you know the answer, why not to share it? Pay it forward, as you said. Yeah. So, guys, and, well, by guys, I mean mom. Thanks for checking this episode. Everybody else, I'm a little bit surprised that you're here, but thank you so much. Renee, thank you. Thank uh, you. For this episode. And everybody else, Thank you, and I hope to see you here, you or other, till next episode. Have a groovy day. Have a groovy day. Bye-bye.